0: To refocus our minds on the scripture and the Word of God so that we don't pray amiss. James said something James said that you pray and do not receive because you pray amiss hallelujah we pray we shoot missiles that don't hit that the targets you see um, America shot a missile from a drone and they hit the target and killed the person they wanted to kill. The Iranians also decided that they are angry. They are also going to shoot. They went and they shot, they shot the, the, the missile. Pa! 22 missiles. It didn't hit one person. <laughs> Not even one person died. That should tell you something. Sometimes we, we pray a lot. Like Iranian missiles. Fire, 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 fire. 22 of them. Not one casualty. Somebody is high up in the sky. Pum! One person. Is killed. And the whole world is turned upside down. Hallelujah. So I believe that it's very important for us to understand what we need to be praying about. Amen. I'm going to preach a message that Uh, Pastor Gloria preached some years ago, a while ago. I'm stealing her message basically, but it's okay, isn't it? It's okay to steal from others, especially when you give copyright. I've given the copyright to her before I start. All right. I'm going to start like her. She likes reading the Message Bible, so I'm going to read the Message Bible. Job chapter 38 from verse 11. Let's start from verse 1. The scripture I'm looking for is in verse 12, but I want us to start from chapter 1, verse 1, sorry. And now, finally, are you in the message Bible? And now, finally, God answered Job from the eye of the violent storm. And he said, why do you confuse the issue? Why do you talk without knowing what you are chatting about? pull yourself together, Job. Up your feet, up on your feet. Stand tall. I have some questions for you, and I want some straight answers. Where were you when I created the earth? Tell me. Since you know so much, Mr. know it all. Who decided on its size? Certainly, you know you know that, don't you? Who came up with the blueprints and the measurements? How was its foundation poured? And who set the cornerstone? While the morning stars sang in chorus, and all the angels shouted praise? And who took charge of the ocean when it gushed forth like a baby from the womb? That was me. I wrapped it in a soft cloud and tucked it in it safely, tucked it in safely at night. Then I made a playpen for it, a strong playpen so it couldn't run loose. And said, "Stay here. This is your place. Your world tantrums are confused. I sorry, are confined to it, this place." And you have, and have you ordered the morning? Have you ever ordered the morning? Get up. Till dawn, get to work. This is what I want us to talk about. Let's go to the New King James for that uh, verse, verse 12. Have you commanded the morning since your day began? And caused, the dawn to know its place? Have you commanded the morning since your day began? And have you caused the dawn to know its place? Are you obeying the wind or are you commanding the wind? I want to talk on a subject I entitled commanding your decade, commanding your year, commanding your morning. Hallelujah. Commanding your decade, commanding your year, commanding your morning. Is that a good subject to talk about? You see, we are spirit beings. And unfortunately, God has given us something that is a great disadvantage to us as Christians. And that is our minds. That is our mind. It's one of the greatest disadvantage God has given us. And yet one of the greatest advantage. It is one of the greatest disadvantage because if we decide not to use it, it negates our prayers. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. If we decide not to use your head, all your prayers becomes like Iranian missiles. So you go to a place like Africa, there are more prayer going on than the using of the head. So the results are very, very small. You come to a part like the West, you come to the, uh, this part of the world, where prayer is far less in comparison to using the head. They pro- progress quicker. Are you with me? Unfortunately, the carnal mind. The carnal man does not receive from God in that it's spiritual descent. In, in, that's why I'm saying that it's the greatest disadvantage our head, because sometimes because of the head we have, and what we have, the little we have read and not used our brains on it, we pray so much, and the prayer is just a lot of air. That doesn't achieve much. Hallelujah. Have you commanded your morning? Have you taken, taken uh, time to, to, to analyze this decade you have entered in? Ha, have you have you have you taken time to understand the, the 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 message the word of god that came that this is the greatest decade of your life your existence this is the greatest highlight of your life have you have you considered it have you decided to make you know if this is going to be the greatest decade of my life then how am I going to approach it what am I going to do oh we are just there we have prayed And then we go. Let the the, the year bring whatever he wants to bring. Mm -hmm. No. I said no. No. You command it. You strategize. You do. Then you see it happen. Hallelujah. Sometimes we pray. But we don't do. Because we don't expect. And so we don't see. Even though we prayed and fasted. Every year, people fast at the beginning of the year. And the year comes to an end. And every, uh, what do you call it, every dream they had for the year, they don't see it happen. Because they never commanded it from the get-go. Can I I give you 12 things that the, uh, the morning, 12 important things about the morning. 12 important things you need to know about the morning. Is that okay? You are very quiet, so I'm wondering whether... You yeah, are quiet for a reason. Yeah, we're listening. Okay. Number one, the early hour of the morning have spiritual, serious spiritual influences in your life. The first thing you must know is that the early hour of the morning has serious spiritual influence in your life, in my life. In our life, have we written it down? Number two, the morning has an ear, and they do hear everything that you can say to it. Oh, I don't know whether you under, you heard you understood. He said, "The morning has an ear." and they can, they can hear and they, they, they can they hear everything you say to it, they hear it hmm. I have a get up from bed, oh another day, another dollar <laughs> 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 the same old, same old Number three, the morning can be commanded. If he has an ear, then he can be commanded. Have you seen a wild dog? If the wild dog has an ear, that dog can be commanded. Isn't that true? Have you seen a, 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 a cat? If the cat has an ear, then that cat can be commanded. Anything that has an ear can be commanded. So if the morning has an ear, then you can command the morning. Hallelujah. Did Jesus not speak to the wind? The wind has an ear. So the wind can obey. You see, when the dog, a wild dog has an ear, the way you command that wild dog will tell you whether the dog will listen to you or not. Are you with me? If the dog is wild, you have to be wilder. You know, most most people who have wild dogs, they will tell you something. That part of the training of a wild dog is to, when the dog misbehaves, is to push it violently or hit it for the dog to know who is boss. Are you with me? You must never make the dog think that they are stronger than you, okay. even though that may be the case. Are afraid of it. Or you are afraid of it. Are, are, are you with me? The, 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 the dog trainers will tell you that you have to hit the dog very violently when it misbehaves from the get go so that the dog knows, that, knows who's in charge. Really are, are you with me? And they know that you are not afraid. In fact, you are in charge. Hallelujah! So you don't go and stand in the in the in the wild uh, dog's, dog's face and say, "Oh, please sit down." I, 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 you get what I'm saying. You 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 do it in a in a, in a different way. Hallelujah! See, dogs can smell fear. For any wild animal can smell fear. When you are afraid, it knows you are afraid. It knows when you are a prey. And it knows when you are a predator. By, you, by the, your fear. Because I watched a wild, uh, wild uh, what do you call it, life program. The Masamara marries the uh, Kenyans. Three Kenyan men. I don't know whether you saw it. They, they, they went and grabbed. The meal of the lion, without any, they didn't have anything. They just have some small sticks. They had just small sticks, and these are like not not just one lion, like like two or three, a pride of lions, eating their meal. And these three Kenyan, s- small looking, lanky looking uh, people, they went and took the, lion. the lion's food. And sack, they sacked the lions then took the food and went away, went home. Okay. And see, when you listen to a commentary, it tells you that. You oh see, you, you, you have to know that you have superior mind to the lion. And so you must use your superior thinking over the lion. You see, the Bible says that the greater one is in us than he that is in the world. And you must understand it. You see, what they used was not brute force. They used the wisdom they have over the lion. Because when it comes to force, mm. the pride of lions have more force <laughs> and strength than these three <laughs> lanky... <laughs> when you go home, try maybe uh, go, watch it on YouTube, you see it. The, the, you see that they have, they, these people have more strength. But they had strategy. Mm-hmm. They take three steps, then they wait. They take three steps, then, then they at, at the point they at they charged on the lions with, with a stick. I <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> the lions run away. Oh, every ran away. The lions run away, then they collected they collected the their portion and then they went. And you see, when they collected, they didn't run. They didn't run, because when you run, you become a prey. Because the lion is used to chasing. Things that are run away from it. So when they took the meal, then they started walking, then they walked, then they <laughs> do. hey. They uh, feel like, come. <laughs> hmm. Listen, it is time to take charge of your year. Take charge of the things that will happen to you in the next 10 years. Don't be a victim. Don't be a victim of life. Don't be a victim of situations like obey the wind. When the wind tosses you here, you are here. When the wind tosses you here, you are No, 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 no. You decide what you want to do. Take charge. Hallelujah. Amen. What number are we on? Number, three, number four. Number four. The dawn... Can receive orders. See, the dawn is the darkest part of the day, isn't it? Just before day breaks. is the darkest, deepest, bleakest, coldest time of the day. And it can receive orders. Hallelujah. You can order it. Though it's dark and bleak, this is my year. This year, I'm going to get married. Order it it. and don't just order it. Check out your wedding gowns. Yeah, go check it out. Pick a wedding gown, pick it up. This, this before the end of January, go and pick it up. Are you listening to me? Yeah, I'm talking to the two of you. You are not. I'm giving you a practical example. Yeah. <laughs> Next one. Once I have Daniel in my corner, I'm, I'm sorted. The rest of you, I, I don't care. <laughs> it's only Michael that I Daniel doesn't pass from me, I know he's got my back. Michael, uh, Daniel told me that he's, he leaves him sometimes because he wants him to exercise his strength a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Next, what, what number are we on? <laughs> the Dawn cannot only receive orders, but can carry out the, all the instructions you give it. It can carry out all the others. You give it. How many are going to be commanding some, some things? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to show you a strategy. Decide. We're going to wake up at dawn. Crack of dawn. And pray one hour. And command some things. Because the dawn has an ear. The dawn can hear you. And the dawn is obedient. See, this is what the the witches and the wizards and the, um, what do you call it, all these Illuminati people, they know. And they use. They do it. Sometimes they go to the beach, the sea, at the crack of dawn. Because not only, you you see, normally when the sun is coming up, it comes from the rising of the sea. So they go there and they command the 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 the, the dawn from the darkest part. Command it. You used to say we are going to call on the mermaid. No, no, they are not going to command, they are commanding the, the dawn. Hallelujah. It's time for us to begin to become radical. Because this Firing blank missiles is too much. Am I talking to somebody? Next one. Number six. There are ordinances in the morning hour to enforce all, to enforce the earth that you have to be a happy morning there are ordinances which means that there are protocols in the morning hour to enforce the earth in order to have a happy morning. Listen, everything you're dreaming about this year can be seen before March. No, I was waiting to see when who will say the first amen to receive it. And all, all of you missed out on it. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Don't wait till June, July, August, September, before oh, I want to, no, 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 no. I want it now. I want a happy morning, not a confused morning. I want this morning. The man should appear now and say, listen, we are getting married. Ah, Sisters, let me tell you, let me tell you, okay, a man wants to marry you, wants to marry you like yesterday. Any man who comes and oh, sweet by and bye, he's not a serious person. Anybody who wants to marry you, wants to marry you like yesterday. So when you see a man, who say, oh, pastor, we'll marry, but let's, they start giving it's like, this person is not serious. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't care whether you have a man in your life or not. By March, the plans should be there. Uh, we are getting ready. We are getting married. Then you have to tell them, no, wait, I'll do it in June. Sister, say amen. Only one person said amen at the back. Okay. The man to say amen. Oh, Chala. <laughs> uh, okay. What number The morning decides the day. Call, for, call forth all you want for that day. There's a, a, a proverb. If the play will be nice, it starts from the morning. Isn't that, isn't that the, the literal, literal translation? You, you, you can tell how the play will go from the get-go. You can tell how the movie will go from the beginning. Are I, I, you get what I'm saying? You can tell how this year will go for you. By the end of this week, you should be able to tell. Is it going to be a good year? Is it going to be a bad year? But you decide. I say you decide. The year never decides for you. You decide. So I want you to decide. Hallelujah. I want you to decide that this is the highlight of my life. If this decade is the apex, the best 10 years of your life, the highlight, all your achievement will be achieved this 10 years, the next 10 years, then it's not every moment of the year, it's very significant. Every moment of the first year, second year, third year, fourth year, fifth year. It's very, very important. You cannot afford to just sleep through one year. Can't afford it. Can't afford to just. Oh, oh what did I, it, was, it was two days ago. January now. Look, we are in September. No, ask yourself, what have you achieved? If it's going to be the highlight of your life, what have you achieved? If you haven't achieved anything, then you have slept through the the days. I'm saying some wild things, though. Because I'm not shouting and jumping up and down, maybe you are not receiving it because you want me to put some uh, in the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) I can do that, too. If that will make you receive it. i can do that i can hoop you want me to hoop i hoop. the morning i tell you this morning the morning is the greatest morning this is the greatest year i tell you that day, the lord is with you. <laughs> all i'm trying to say is that it's the greatest my jumping up and down shouting and drooping doesn't make it any any more serious than what i'm saying It's a, it's, a it it's a cultural thing. It's a cultural thing. That this papsta is very powerful because he's <laughs> <laughs> It can't be. <laughs> that is not what makes makes what he saying powerful. maybe we have a little lamp. And whoever it, the lamp was short to go. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. you are telling us next rhyme here. Anyway, Some people are standing. Mm, pastor, mm, where? Mm, amen. Mm, I mm. All he says, Mary has a little lamp. <laughs> what number am I on? Wickedness is already entrenched in the heavenly. You see, the darkness of the dawn carries a lot of wickedness. It's already there. That's why witches and wizards are more active at night. <laughs> Remember what Jesus said when Judas came with the people. In the middle of the night, in the garden to give him a kiss. Remember what Jesus said? He said, this is your time. I have been with you all these days. In the synagogue, in the, in the street, you never ever arrested me. But in the night, in the garden, that is where you, your strength is. Wickedness is entrenched in the heaviness. Hallelujah. When I say heavenlies, I'm talking about we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, rulers of spiritual host of wickedness in, in high places. High places. Those are the heavenlies. It's not heaven, it's heavenlies. It's the high places. That's where dark things are rule. So when you attack the dawn, you are attacking the principalities and you are showing them who is boss. Hallelujah. Number nine. If you don't shake off the wickedness in the heavenlies, it will affect you. If you don't shake it off. If you don't shake it off, it will affect and attack you. Please do me this favor. Make your 10-year plan. Make this, the next decade, your 10-year point plan. And start from the 10th year. I don't know whether you are, I'm giving you a prophetic instruction. Make your next 10-year plan. Start from the 10th year. By the 10th year, I want to see A, B, C, D, E, F, G and then break it down. I'm going to achieve the first three in this year, then next, the following year, then the following year, then the following year. Make a 10, a ten year plan. The problem we have as Christians is that we don't, we don't ask God what we really want. Because we haven't thought it through. See, as I'm talking now, people are starting to trying to think what I want to see in the next ten years. But you shouldn't be thinking; you should know. Uh, I don't know whether you understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah. How many would do that? Do it. Next one. Number 10, if you want ultimate control over the powers that exist on earth, you have to control from the heavenlies. And Ephesians, Ephesians 6.10 onwards will tell you how you can control from the heavenlies. If you want ultimate control over the powers that exist on earth, You have to control them from the heavenlies. Today, the room is very quiet. Number eleven. I feel the presence of God in this place. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this you have the power you have the power as a born again child of God you have the power of God to mobilize the resources of heaven to help you you have every power I tell you my brothers and sisters the power of God is here you have that power watch this watch this when I say power I mean force when I say force I mean strength when I say strength I mean grace I'm trying to show you that I can also do that if I want to. <laughs> but you see, when you, you you begin a church doing that, it's like giving your children KFC or McDonald's all the time. They become people that are excited, but they don't know anything. Because they are, they are very happy enthusiastic about it. Yeah. But there's no... That's why the Baptists stay Christian for long because they take their time precept upon precept, yeah, little there, a little. The charismatic Christian they are Christian today, the next day they are backsliding because it's all excitement. If you don't hoop, they don't come. See, when, you didn't write the point, did you? But I, the, I read the point. I read the charismatic way. I was just reading it. (laughs) As you say it. In the same (laughs) (laughs) class. You have the power as a born again child of God to mobilize the resources of heaven to help you. That's all I was saying. But it sounded very powerful that time, isn't it, than this time? But this one will register longer than the first one. Trust me. Amen. Amen. You have the power as a child of God to mobilize the resources of heaven to help you. He said that the things that you bind on earth, I will bind in heaven. The things that you lose on earth, I will lose in heaven. So you have heaven's backing. Why don't you bind and lose some things? Why are you a victim? See, make yourself a victim all the time. Every time Satan is, is... coming at you. The witches in your mother's house are coming at you. The witches in your father's house are coming at you. No, why don't you go after them? <laughs> See I, I've told you me in school I was never a bully but I used to specialize in bullying the bullies. So anybody who called me a bully in school was a bully themselves. Because I do I understand why you should pick on somebody because you can, because you are stronger or older or a senior. I, I that it really gets, gets at me, and I'll come for you. So anybody who ever, if you ever talk to somebody and say they know me in school and I was a bully, then that person was a bully. If you talk to the little ones, oh, I was a very nice person. <laughs> Because I don't like to see people suffering around me. It's like let's be happy. And as a Christian, I also have the same anger towards Satan. I don't like Satan bullying people at all. I don't I've never liked bullies. Even if it's not my fight, I'll collect it and fight. (laughs) Number twelve. You must learn how to break the enchantments and ordinances of Satanists satanists that are programmed into the heavens. You have to break the enchantments. You have to break the, the curses. I say you must learn how to break the enchantments, curses, ordinances of Satanists, that are programmed into the heavenlies against you. There are some people that say that this family will never prosper. Nobody in this family will prosper. Have you heard that before? Yeah. And, and truly, when you look in a family, you see that there is no prominent person in the family. Yeah. But you have to rise up and say, hey, not me. All right, 1 Samuel 17. So if you have the 12 things. All right, 1 Samuel 17. I, I really want us to pray, so I'm going to just introduce it. We'll continue next week. Is that all right? So we can pray. Now the Philistines gathered their armies together to battle and were gathered at Shoko, which belongs to Judah. They and camped at Shoko and Azekah in Ephesus them Dem- 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 and Saul the Saul and the men of Israel gathered together and encamped in the valley of Elah and drew up in a battle array against the Philistines the Philistines stood on a mountain on one side and Israel stood on a mountain, on another side, a valley between them. A champion went out from the camp, the Philist, champion of the Philistines, named Goliath, uh, from Gath, whose height was six cubits and expand, and uh, had a bronze helmet on his head, and he had he was armed with a coat of mail, and the weight of coat was five thousand shekels of bronze and he had bronze armor on his leg and a bronze javelin between his shoulders and the staff on his spear was like a weaver's beam and his iron spearhead weighed 600 shekels and a silver bearer sorry and a shield bearer went before him and he stood and cried out to the armies of Israel and said to them, Why have you come out against me to line up for the battle? Am I not a Philistine and a servant of Saul? Am I not a Philistine and you the servants of Saul? Choose a man from yourselves and let him come down to me. If he's able to fight with me and kill me, then he will. Then we will be your servants. If I prevail against him and kill him, then you shall be our servants and servers. Amen. Now let's review this story. Verse 1. The Philistines gathered. The Israelites were sitting down, minding their own business. Meanwhile, the Philistines were gathering. Are, are you getting it? And then they gathered Ashoko, which belongs to Judah. Which means that they gathered in the in the court, on the premises, in the uh, environment, in the uh, 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 The domain, good thanks. The domain of the Israelites, Judah, where praise is. They sat on their praise. You know, anything that is praiseworthy. Anything that is good, anything that is nice, is what Satan is, is after in your life. God, he wants to sit on your praise so that you don't have the praise. Because in your praise, is your strength. In your worship, is your strength. So he, they gathered at Judah, the place of their praise. See, praise is what you give because of what God has done for you. So, praise is the testimony of God's goodness for your life. And that is the the exact place that the Philistines want to attack and hit. I don't know whether you understand what I'm trying to say. Because once they get that, they've gotten your strength. Because they've cut off your strength from God. How did they come all the way from Gath? Walk all the, they didn't have uh, airplanes those at those times. So it's not like they took the uh, Israelites by surprise. They came. But my, this is not the Bible, this is me thinking. They must have come in the night. Because if they came during the day, then obviously the Israelites would have seen them before they got to Judah. Before they got to Shoko, they would have seen them. But they must have crept in. Bible says that a man sowed seeds of wheat and he went to sleep. And an enemy came in the night and sowed tears. The enemy always sows tears in the night. When you are unaware. When everybody is happy and enjoying. When it's, it's the new year, we are excited. We are all hopeful and everything. This is the time he's sowing tears. This is the time he comes. And sits on your praise. It belongs to Judah. They, let's go on. Quick. They encamped. They encamped at what? Between Shoko and Azek. Now, I know when you read this, it doesn't make sense because they are just names. But let's read the next verse, you understand. And Saul and the men gathered together and they encamped at the valley. In those days, they used to, topography was very, very important. When you are fighting a man who is up here and you are down there, the man has advantage over you. Are you with me? Because it's easier to throw a spear down valley than to throw it up. It's easier to roll a heavy stone down to kill more people than try rolling up a heavy stone. Remember those days the Israelites didn't have spears. The Israelites didn't have spears. It was only the king that had a spear and the army general that had a spear. The rest had sticks. That's how come when David decided that he would go and fight they had to use Saul's armor. Because if everybody had an armor, then David would not need Saul's armor. But the only sword they had and spear they had was the army general, Abner, and Saul. That is how come the Israelites were always being defeated. It was not much, much later before Spears and uh, swords were introduced to Israel. Hallelujah. Are, are you getting it? You see, you are forced to be at the valley. You are forced to be defending yourself from a disadvantage point when you don't command your morning. When you don't take advantage of the 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 the, the, the decade, the beginning of the de- decade, the crafts of the day, you don't take advantage of it to, to, to situate yourself well. Then you are at a disadvantage because you have to be in a valley and fight from a valley, and it's not easy to fight when you are in a valley. You are not; it's not easy. Because it's can no, you can't imagine trying to throw a stone up the like hundred meters up? The steep hill it won't get far but you see when a child even takes uh, uses the leg to touch the stone the heavy doesn't matter how big the stone is when a child because of the uh, the topography you see that the stone will gather momentum as it's coming down and kill many more people hallelujah so the enemy you see the the Old Testament is a shadow of the New Testament Whatever has happened, in, when you read the Bible, don't read about Israel and, uh, uh, what do you call it, Goliath. And No, no, don't read it that way. Read it in picture that is happening to you. Are ah, you getting it. Yeah, so read it that the enemy wants to be, make me be at a disadvantage. He wants to stand, stand me in a valley. And he will be on top. Are you with me? See, the men gathered together to defend. Most times, Christians, we are defending what Ah. Satan has already done. Mm. Why don't we take the fight to the camp? You see, America has never ever fought any war in America. Any war America fights, they fight in the enemy's country. They'll never ever fight in America. America has never seen any war inside their soil. No. No. We like to fight in our own backyard and destroy everything around us. No. Take the war to the enemy's camp. Are you getting what I'm saying? Take the war to the enemy. Don't, don't be a recipient of war. Be a starter of war in the enemy's camp. Hallelujah. And you see, the, the, the annoying thing is that it's not only, uh, it's bad enough. You put us at a disadvantage point, position by making us stay in the valley. Then the, 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 the Philistine has the nerve. Look at the next verse. And the Philistine stood on the mountain. You see, he says that they stood on the mountain. You see, but this, this verse 3, it doesn't, the verse 2 qualifies this verse 3. Because it says that they stood on one side of the mountain and they also stood on another side of the mountain and there's a valley. No, that's not it. They said they were in a valley because the the mountain was higher up this side. So it's like this. Are you with me? It's like this. So they are standing here, but they are really in the valley. Because the people are here. And they are here. So it's like this. And verse 4. The champion goes out. Goliath. <clears throat> next verse. Next verse. We, we know he's a champion. Next verse. He has a spear. Okay, next verse. He stood and cried to the armies of Israel. Why have you come? Did we come to you? Are we the ones who came or you, you are the one who has come? But look at how he's presented it. Why have you come out to line up for battle? Did we come out? We are in our country. We are on our land. You are the one who has come. But the story has changed. Have you come to fight me? Because if you don't go to fight him, he will come and fight you and say that you have come to fight him. Because you're, you're not going to fight him was an invitation of him coming to fight you. Do you get it. It's time for us to grow wild. I say it's time for us to grow wild not only in prayer but aggressive in terms of what God has given to us. Bible says from the days of John the Baptist until now the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Anything you want in God you have to have some violence are out with it, others you won't see it. You want to see a great church. You can't be a gentleman and have a great church. Thousands of people and you're a gentleman, you're not ready to have thousands of people. Did you get it? You have to have I tron, you know what I is? When I say I tron do you know what it means? You have to be tenacious. You have to have tenacity. The tenacity of a mountain goat. <laughs> Not ready to accept defeat. Not ready to accept failure. Not ready to accept no. When you say, do you hear no, go again. When you hear another no, go again. When you hear another no, go again. Go hundred times no. One of the times you will hear yes. that's you only need one yes. That one year negates all the hundred no's. Right. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah. Some of us, we are too soft. We are too soft. Are, the, the Bible says, they come and stand there and scream, then you see the Israelites all hiding. You say you have Jehovah. Mm. You are, you've talked about the, the, the Red Sea being parted. And people, Israel, uh, Egyptians dying. You have talked about manna coming from heaven to feed you. You have talked about all these things. And this one uncircumcised man comes to stand there. And then he screams one and you're all running away. Including the king. Who stood shoulder above everybody. So it means that everybody's height is here. He was bigger. I wanted to say something, but I won't say it. (laughs) <laughs> my father used to say something when, when he was to insult. Uh, there was a guy, a tall guy, who used to come to a, a house called Johnny Osmula. Very tall. He was, he was my study teacher. And when Johnny Osmula does something annoying, my father would look at him say, John Juan. <laughs> <laughs> John Juan means yeah, you are tall for nothing, you are an idiot. <laughs> That this Johnny was standing there and talking, and everybody's running away. Hallelujah. We all sing the same song. It's hard in this country. You can't have own your own business. You can't have your own company. You can't have a mortgage-free house. Everybody owes. Who told you everybody owes? Don't sing that song. Not everybody owes. Everybody's broke. Who told you? It's a chorus everybody's singing. Are you everybody? If you're not everybody, do something. You know, I've been talking to this pastor friend of mine. This pastor friend of mine has always been Chasing me, bothering me, because he wanted to buy a building in London. The building cost 1.5 million pounds. And it's like he's been going on and going on going on. It's like anytime they get the building, one building, somebody will come with a bigger offer and then take it. And then they found this place. And then we I was talking to this. Pastor friend, I say I'm tired. I've given up. I'm, I, I say, hey, you can't give up. Hey, you give me ten reasons why it's not going to work. Because, it's like, listen, we need to raise forty percent. you know what forty percent of one point five million is? <laughs> hey, how many math people do I have here? <laughs> they are all looking elsewhere. It's very easy to add it. Forty percent. Of hundred is what four hundred. Forty percent of half of hundred is what two hundred. So it's seven hundred thousand. This one to you your six hundred thousand. So this one to your mass is not working. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And you saying that where am I going to get that money from? Then I I kept telling that listen, we don't use money to buy houses. So we've been back and forth. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. He called me. He sent me a text. And if I find the text. If I can find the text, I'll read it to you. Mm, He says, Reverend Chris, thanks again and again. We are so grateful for your help. We really do appreciate it so much. More blessings. We also completed last Friday. We have got our building. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't give him any rest. As soon as he tries to uh, uh, get, uh, you know, discouraged, hey, hey, hey. We are going to get the building. We are going to get the building. To, I mean, that, he was saying that you have more faith than I do. I said, yes. Because God doesn't give anything to weaklings. I said, this building, they fought us. Uh, even our own lawyer was fighting us. Our own lawyer was working against us for getting this building. Can I ask Pastor Gladys to tell you? Our own lawyer was saying the reason why the bank shouldn't give us the money. And that is how it is. See, Satan knows. I was telling the pastor, Satan knows that any church that gets their own building secures the church for five generations. Any church that has their own building is secure for five generations. If a generation is 40 years or a generation generation is 40 years, is it? Yeah. If a generation is multiplied times five. So, so as soon as you get a building your own building you have secured the, the, the church over the life of the pastor and the pastor's immediate two generations. I, I, are you getting it? Yeah so Satan will not sit down for you to get your own building. He will do everything including you know discouragement people they're coming, they say the asbestos here, this dead. At the end, the, the, the lawyer said that he has found Japanese. What was it? Is it Japanese? Do Japanese? They said Japanese plant. Survey. survey of Japanese plant. What is Japanese plant? He says that the back, the back it of have. this, he could have Japanese plant, and if they have Japanese plant, it can affect, it. It can affect the the foundation. So the bank shouldn't give up. This is our own lawyer. The one we are paying. Say <laughs> Japanese plant. I said. If the Japanese plant comes. Uncle Fred is here. We will kill it. <laughs> ah. What is the Japanese plant? You should go and see the back. Uncle Fred has killed all the plants, including the Japanese and Chinese and Spanish plants. They are all dead. Killed everything. You should go to the back there. Before it was a thick forest. He put some. What did you put down there? (laughs) (laughs) Something weed killer. Killed everything. Even the trees are all dead. Killed everything. But this is our own lawyer. So i was saying to him, listen, you have to fight. You want to be married this year, you have to fight. I don't say go and fight people. <laughs> <to go. laughs> you must marry me by fire by force. Pastor said no, that's all I'm saying. But you need to fight. You have to have some, some grit. Some of us are too soft. Sitting down by and by, the man will come. No By and by I will get my promotion. By and by I'll get a job. But no. No. It doesn't work like that. The kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take everything they get by force. Amen.